Welcome everybody to Slab Stocks Week 8 NFL Recap Podcast. I'm your host Nate. Aaron won't be with us this week as he had prior engagements again, so it'll just be me. We'll be covering, like always, three good quarterbacks for the week and their prices, three bad quarterbacks of the week and their prices, and then a news and notes section. As always, um, we will start with the news and notes first. We'll try to make this quick for you guys today. Get in, get out, get the information you need, and get on with your day or slash week. So we'll get to news and notes right away. Um, Lamar Jackson had a bye week this week, so you won't find him anywhere in this list, which is I know will be shocking for all of you. Uh, as I'm pretty sure he makes our list every single week, whether in the good section or the bad section or the news and notes. So uh, if you're looking for a little Lamar Jackson, bye week this week. But I will say that he has a big game next week against the Patriots. He balled out against the Seahawks. I'm very excited to see what he can do against that Patri- Patriots defense next week. Um, and that will definitely be in my mind, the game of the week, but we'll get that to that at the end of the week, at the end of the podcast. <clears throat> in other news and notes, Tevin Coleman ran 11 times for 105 yards and three touchdowns and had two catches for 13 yards and a touchdown, so another four-touchdown game for a NFL player. <coughs> Seems like we get one of those every single week now. Uh, Aaron Jones had 13 rushes for 67 yards and 7 catches for 159 yards and 2 touchdowns. He's third in receiving uh, yards this week, which is uh, pretty impressive for a running back. And not only that, but he missed out on 10 yards because he stepped out of bounds on a touchdown run or else he would have had 169 yards and 3 touchdowns receiving. Um, So a spectacular week for him. As good as Aaron Rodgers is, one has to question if Aaron Jones isn't the best Aaron on the Packers. Christian McCaffrey ran for 14 times for 117 yards. That was good for 8.4 yards per attempt, which is a little worse than the leader, uh, Tevin Coleman. He had like 9-something yards per attempt. I just wanted to highlight that Christian McCaffrey, yet again, incredible. Added like 30-some yards receiving on his week, um, but they got absolutely demolished by San Francisco. So... There's a reason for his uh, lack of numbers, even though his numbers were still really good. 140 uh, combined yards is really, really good. Just uh, when you get blown out, you don't get to use Christian McCaffrey as much. But another great week from him, uh, stats-wise, even if it's not good for him specifically. Uh, Cooper Cup, seven receptions for 220 yards and a touchdown. Cooper Cup has become a number one wide receiver in this league. Jared Goff loves throwing to him. Uh, not much else to be said about him. He's definitely a top five, uh, top ten type wide receiver talent in the NFL, uh, specifically for fantasy, um, but also in real life. And then Mike Evans. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin do this weird thing where one of them shows up one week and then the next one, the other guy shows up the other week. Well, it was Mike Evans' week to show up. He had 11 receptions for 198 yards and two touchdowns. Um, very weird system going on there where you don't know who's going to get the yards and the touchdowns week to week, and you'd feel remiss if you didn't start Mike Evans or Chris Godwin because they have the potential to be you know, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, each of them. <clears throat> but it was Mike Evans' week this week. Uh, 11 for 198 and two touchdowns is a great week. 
Um, and then lastly, the Patriots defense yet again. They had like three turnovers and a touchdown. Uh, they're unfair, fantasy-wise. If you have them, you're in great shape. If you don't have them and you're going up against them, you're out of luck because they're getting 20 points a week pretty much, and your defense is probably getting you like five. So that's a 15-point boost right there. All right, so that's news and notes. Uh, we will move on very quickly to the good section for the week. Um, unlike last week where I only did one good, one bad, uh, we will be covering our full complement of three good quarterbacks and three bad quarterbacks for the week um, while, while also looking at their prices. So first up, we got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he went 23, <clears throat> 23 for 33 for 305 yards and three touchdowns. Zero interceptions and a 129 passer rating. Another incredible week from Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure many of you saw the play where he was like getting tackled, and it looked like he was throwing the ball out of bounds, but instead it managed to find Jamal Williams' hands in the corner of the end zone. Probably a top 10 Aaron Rodgers throw of all time, and he has had some of the most unbelievable throws I've ever seen. And I've watched every single one of his games because I'm a Packer fan and don't work on Sundays. So, uh... Aaron Rodgers, yet again, incredible. And for prices, I really don't know if there's been a boost. You'll, you'll see it's been, it was a little awkward. I took Topps rookie PSA 10, his Topps rookie PSA 10. Um, and then I took the day before the game, which was October 26th, and he had one sell for $95 shipped. And this is bids. On October 29th, two days after the game, but also the last couple PSA... <coughs> Excuse me. The last couple PSA 10 cards that sold, Topps Rookie PSA 10s, uh, one sold for 88 on October 29th, one sold for 100, and one sold for 125. So, <coughs> excuse me, still got a cough. So make of that what you will. Um, three very different price points here. Uh, one being lower than what it sold for on the 26th, and two being higher, one being significantly higher by $30. One being five bucks higher. Um, I don't. I didn't look at the times, so maybe the eighty-eight dollar one was early in the morning. Nobody was bidding on it. Tough to tell. But there's a definitely probably a movement of some sort in there. I don't think they will be going for under a hundred dollars anytime soon. He looks like he's in prime position to maybe snag another MVP. Um, so. We'll see. We'll see what happens with this prices, but my best guess would be it's not going to go under a hundred anytime soon. <coughs> Moving on to number two, we got Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes. Uh, he went twenty-eight for forty-one for three hundred twenty-two yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a one twenty-four point two passer rating. A great week from Danny Dimes. They did end up losing to the Lions, unfortunately, but it wasn't uh, his fault. He uh, now has Prism out. I'm sure many of you know, if you're listening to this, you'll know that Prism football has finally come out. So every week before this, when we bring up <coughs> a rookie quarterback, uh, it would always be some trash product, Origins, or something like that. Uh, now I get to talk about his Prism prices. So on October 26th, again, that is the day before um, the games on Sunday, his Prism base rookies, uh, non-graded, uh, were going 
somewhere between ten and twelve dollar range, uh, depending on shipping and stuff, because shipping prices is always is always going to be factored in when I'm giving you these prices. Um, somewhere in the ten to twelve dollar range. On October twenty eighth, which is two days ago, a day after the games, uh, his card went for around twenty dollars with shipping, and give or take a few bucks for rounding. Um, and that was the last auction that he had, which I like to take because buy it now prices are very subjective to if somebody really wants the card or not, whereas auction price is probably the fair market value. So depending on where you're buying the card price at before and after the game, you know, you're looking at an $8 increase, six, $8 increase, some of that shipping prices and stuff, but a uh, pretty good boost for Danny Dimes. And then number three on the week, we've got Gardner Minshew. He had a pretty stinking good week for the Jaguars. He went 22 for 34 for 279 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a 119.6 passer rating. They also whooped up on the Jets, beat them by two touchdowns. Um, Gardner finally also has a prism base rookie out. And on October 26th, his prism base were going between $7 to $10. Um, multiple sales that day, and depending on... Uh, shipping costs and stuff like that uh, you were getting seven to ten dollar range and then on October 29th which was yesterday we're looking at ten to twelve dollar range so depending on shipping um, you know you may have either and what time you bought the card you may have either paid the exact same price as the one previously or maybe gotten it for a few dollars more expensive uh, but mostly it's similar range um, if you bought it for the very low end of $7 and sold it for the high end, you know you're making 5 bucks, but it seems unlikely. <clears throat> so there you have it. There's our three goods. We got Rodgers, Daniel Jones, and Gardner Minshew. Um, two very good weeks, weeks from a couple of rookies and a very good week from a 35-year-old vet uh, who also looks like, despite all the love for the young rooks, looks like Aaron Rodgers is about to ascend back to the top of the throne. For NFL quarterbacks. Moving on, we'll go to our bad section. We got uh, three guys again this week. Uh, we'll start with Jameis Winston. Um, I wanted to go with Kyle Allen. He had an absolutely terrible week. Uh, three picks and only like 170-some yards. Um, but he, Kyle Allen doesn't have any prison prices or anything. So I went with Jameis Winston. He went 21 for 43 for 301 yards, which you're probably saying, oh man, 301 yards, that's pretty good, but uh, 50 less than 50% completion percentage is terrible. He had two touchdowns, two interceptions, and two fumbles, and a 68.1 passer rating. Just a pretty atrocious week from Jameis, despite the two touchdowns and the 300 yards. Everything else about his week was poor. Um which is continuing a trend outside of like that two-week stretch a couple weeks ago where he was hot. He's been poor all season. Him and Marcus Mariota are probably going to be moved on from by their uh, teams, respectively. And so uh, Jameis Winston, um, probably going to be a backup somewhere next year, I'd imagine. I don't think somebody's going to be paying him to start on their team anytime soon. Uh, with that being said, I don't have any prism or uh, Topps Chrome prices for you. <coughs> These cards never move. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone knows he's 
pretty bad at this point. And if you're investing, it's only because you like Jameis or you like Florida State or something like that. And uh, it's it's not worth reporting on prices. So we got no prices on him. Uh, number two, we've got Sam Darnold. He went 21 for 30, which is a pretty good completion percentage, actually. Uh, what is that, like 70%, something like that. Uh, 218 yards, two touchdowns, but then three interceptions and got sacked eight times for a 73.3 passer rating. <coughs> uh, he is continuing a trend where, he, you know, he came back. He came back from injury, or injury, mono, and he looked all right uh, his first game. Looked decent. People were really excited. He goes and plays the Patriots and gets stomped. And now he's gotten stomped yet again, uh, second week in a row. Jaguars are a pretty good team, but they don't even have Jalen Ramsey anymore. Um, and so it's one of those things where Sam Darnold is trending in the wrong direction, and he is trending quickly. Um, I personally probably wouldn't buy any of his cards. He's another USC quarterback, and you know how USC quarterbacks do in the NFL. It's just, it's it's not a good lineage of guys. Carson Palmer is the best one you've got going for you. As for prices, I was looking up his eBay prices beforehand, and there's really no cards. Nobody's really selling any Sam Darnolds. I'm sure they're all holding out hope that he turns it around so they don't get absolutely wrecked on uh, prices here. But before... Um, from what I can find before the game or during the game, Sam Darnold Prism uh, base rookies were going for like 10 to 12, 13 bucks, something like that. Um, and then after the game, the only one that sold so far was a lot of three, and three of them sold for 23.50 plus 378 shipping. So, you know, 27 bucks, um, which is. A loss of a couple dollars uh, per card, if you look at it that way. Maybe a buck and a half per card, um, which doesn't really give us any explanation of a trend or anything. So, Sam Darnold, not much to be grasped from here. Obviously, people are really, really holding, uh, hoping for a turnaround, but he has not looked good um, in the last couple weeks. And then number three is Mitchell Trubisky. Um, they had a heartbreaking loss, 17-16, to to the Chargers. Matt Nagy really at fault here for uh, kneeling the ball um, to get a 41-yard field goal instead of taking a rush. And then also kneeling the ball and getting the ball placed on the left hash marks, which Pinero, after the game, or yesterday maybe, maybe not after the game, but one of the last couple days, said that that spot was not his preferred spot. So you'd think they would have done a good job of getting the ball to their kicker's preferred spot to kick a game-winning field goal. So Matt Nagy really to blame here, but Mitchell Trubisky also owes some of the blame because he was not good. He went 23 for 35 for 253 yards, zero touchdowns, had a pick, had a fumble, and a 75.1 passer rating. Um, just not good numbers all around. And uh, his eBay prices don't really reflect that because nobody's really selling Mitchell Trubisky. Nobody's really buying Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, he's another one of those guys that Jameis Marcus Mariota looks like uh, uh, Blake, Blake Bortles type high, high draft pick 
top five draft pick that has just flamed out and doesn't look like he's going anywhere, so nobody's paying for him. Um, but I did take, I found one card uh, that sold before and after the game. It was an optic pink. And on October 26th, with shipping, it sold for $5, give or take some cents uh, in there. And then October 29th, it sold for $5, give or take some cents in there. So people are paying, you know, the same prices before and after the game because I don't think one bad game can really affect Mitchell Jabuski's prices any more than they already have. He's pretty bad, and uh, it's unfortunate for the Bears because they got a lot of talent, um, but a pretty bad quarterback and a very iffy-looking coach uh, as the weeks go by. Um, So there's our bottom three. We got... Jameis Winston, Sam Darnold, and Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, a lot of disappointment in there. Jameis Winston was number one overall drafted. Sam Darnold was the second overall pick. Mitchell Trubisky was the second overall pick. And yet, on the other end of the spectrum, Gardner Minshew was drafted in the sixth round. Sam- Daniel Jones was drafted with the sixth overall pick, and people hated it. You know, they thought he should have gone well later in the first round or in the second round. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers, obviously, this was in 2005, was but, but was picked 24th. So uh, sometimes it doesn't pay to draft a highly uh, sought-after quarterback. Um, with that, uh, that concludes our good, bad news and notes section. Looking at week 9 of the NFL season coming up, uh, <clears throat> we got some good games this week. Uh Highlighted by the Patriots and Ravens. That's going to be the best game. That's Sunday night. Looking forward to that. And then we have the Vikings and Chiefs, which should be a really good game if Patrick Mahomes is back. Um, So that's two really good games that you should look forward to this week. Uh, Cannot wait to see Lamar Jackson play the Patriots. Uh, Another testing ground for him to see if... uh, his style of quarterbacking can really make a difference, especially against a top uh, defense like the Patriots. So that would be my game of the week, and my secondary game of the week would be the Vikings-Chiefs. Um, Stefan Diggs has really turned it around in recent weeks. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, hopefully he's healthy, but Matt Moore did a pretty good job against the Packers. Obviously, they're skilled position players of Tyreek Hill and uh, Mikkel Hardman and... Um, uh, why can't I think of it? Travis Kelsey are super, super good, no matter who's throwing to him. But hopefully Patrick Mahomes gets out there and uh, takes on the Vikings. So with that, I'd like to thank you for listening to my Week nine or week 8 NFL recap. Uh, we always enjoy doing this, um, and we appreciate all of our listeners. L- looking forward in the week, we might have a special podcast coming out on Friday. Uh, got to work some things out, but that is potential. There is potential there. We'll let you know. Got a couple things in the works, and then otherwise we got our normal Instagram posts up every day, and the Sunday slab coming out on Sunday. Hope you all enjoyed this podcast, and I'll talk to you again next time.